5 Minutes with Phil, a daily devotion for people on the go. Brought to you by Tabor Church. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. It's Phil and you've got 5 Minutes with me today. We're going to continue looking at our misused and misapplied Bible verses. And this one uh, for today we're going to tread a little bit lightly and I'll explain a little bit uh, the reason why. But Jeremiah 29.11, For I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. People like this verse, and it's easy to see you know, why it would be so appealing to a broad scope of people. This verse is often used with people that uh, have difficulty in their life. And somebody might give it to them saying, Oh, but God's got bigger plans than um, the mess it's, you're currently in. I've also seen this verse used you know, for uh, graduates or you know, somebody who doesn't know what their future might hold. And when they use 29.11... They're saying, well, you know what, the, the future is open. You know, God really wants to make your path straight. He wants, to, he wants to bring you prosperity. And that usually means, you know what, you're going to be rich. You're going to be wealthy. You're, gonna, you're never going to have any problems. Everything's going to be prosperous for you as long as you stick with God. In pop Christianity... It's not uh, really a good thing to try to present that God's going to bring anything but good. You always want to be able to see and present, oh, let me just show you all the good things that God can do for you. God's going to prosper you. God's going to give you give you what you need and he'll even give you what you want. There's a difficulty in that when we know that there are all kinds of other places in scripture that don't talk about God giving us everything that we want or desire. So when we put this verse into context, we can really start to understand what this is actually talking about. Verse 7 says, Also seek the peace and prosperity of the city which I have carried you into exile. Pray to the Lord for it, because if it prospers, you too will prosper. See, God's not trying to magically get rid of all of their problems. Instead, he's actually telling them to stay put. Stay in a place of exile. Stay as a place where you've been held captive. But there's a purpose. Pray for the city. Pray for the people. Not that God's going to end your suffering, but that we can continue to be present in it. And then God says later on, verse 10, he says, After that 70 years, um, I'm going to rescue you. I'm going to deliver you. I'm going to bring you salvation. So does God want us to suffer? Does he want us to sit in that uncomfortable place and is he just sitting back in his uh, recliner looking at us suffering and saying ha ha these people they deserve that 
I don't believe that for a second. I don't believe God rejoices in our suffering. But what he does want us to be aware of is that there are going to be problems. There are going to be tribulations in our life. Paul writes in Romans chapter 5 verse 3, says we also glory in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance, perseverance character, and character hope. And hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit. So although we may suffer at times in life, God's trying to be able to tell us that he's with us through it all. Jeremiah 29.11 is not reassuring because we uh, hope to have prosperity in life, wealth, blessings beyond measure. But instead, we can use this verse as a rallying cry. That God has a purpose for suffering and that we too will find salvation in him. Have a good day.